The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 150. April 23rd, 2010. So anyway, um, something I was going to mention a while ago was they're getting closer and closer to actual fusion, nuclear fusion, using lasers. Okay. Which sounds means, good to me. But you know what you can get from nuclear fusion. Yeah. One point twenty-one gigawatts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time travel. Yes. So yeah, so it's getting very close. So I thought, why don't we educate everyone on what laser fusion is all about? Uh, and to do so will be the great late Dr. Julius Sumner Miller. This is Dr. Julius Sumner Miller, and here we are talking about physics. Physics is my business. So today we're going to ask, why is it so? Laser fusion. What is fusion? Nuclear fusion. Nuclear fusion is the uh, compressing of a hydrogen atom and causing nuclear fusion, uh, which creates uh, helium. Nuclear fusion currently only occurs in the sun. However, the science of physics has allowed us to demonstrate laser fusion. We're going to attempt it for the first time ever. And here is my trusty lab assistant, Mr. Paunch Stevenson. Say hello. Hello, everyone. Okay, so how we're going to test this apparatus here, we have ourselves a giant laser. And we're going, the laser is going to shoot itself into a number of mirrors, and then it will be compressed into a super laser, into plasma, becoming plasma, superheated plasma, and then the nuclear fusion. What I need our lab assistant, Paunch Stevenson, to do, it's very important at the right moment that we, we reconfigure the mirrors, we switch them around, and we compress it. So our lab assistant, Paunch Stevenson, will be the one who will uh, be positioned with the mirrors, holding the final mirror, which will then trigger the nuclear fusion. Okay. I better not get hurt this time. You won't feel a thing, I promise you. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Let's do it. Uh, wait, I have to put on my safety goggles. Okay, and remember, safety is important. Physics is our business. And now here goes the laser. All right, Paul Stevenson, get in position. The final, here comes the laser, the final laser, nuclear fusion. All right, I'm in position. I have the mirror. Here it comes. Oh, man, this is so cool. I, I can't believe it. Success! Nuclear fusion! Wow, that was incredible. I, I, I can't believe it. I finally didn't get hurt. Now, what we have here, ladies and gentlemen, is an apparition defying the laws of physics. Wait, what are you talking about? Perhaps you should look in the mirror. Okay, wait, wait a minute. How come I don't have a reflection? Well, it's difficult for a non-corporeal entity to have a reflection. What are you saying? Light passes through you. It means you're no longer in this plane of existence. Oh my god, I can't believe you promised me this is the last time I'm doing an experiment. 
Stevenson Show, PaunchStevenson.com, episode 150. Yes! Cue the applause! <laughs> 150. Yeah. Alright. So, why do you have Winamp? <laughs> I didn't even think that still existed. What am I supposed to use? Windows Media Player? Nah, I hate that. Uh-oh. I'm not respecting the no. wood. Nah, it's okay. I don't even think it's real wood. Yeah, it's not wood. <coughs> it is or isn't? No, it's, it's like particle board yeah, with a wood sticker on it. <laughs> it is particle board, actually. Particle. Alright, right, so what's new? Come on, 150. We gotta. This, this has to be like the best one ever. <laughs> Best episode ever. <laughs> you know, you mentioned our, our 50th episode, which, in my opinion, was a, a just an utter disaster. It was okay. Where it was, a, like, drunk people in the background, you know, murmuring things that you couldn't even understand. It was okay. It was, oh, in the background, I'm murmuring, Why, um, where is Chris Elliott? Why can't I buy his DVD? Rumble. Actually, speaking of Chris Elliott, yeah. remember the guy, uh, you told me about the website BarryHarmson.com? Yeah, I know. You mentioned that they took it all off. I know. So he had all the episodes of Get a Life. <laughs> then I went there about three or four months ago. They were gone. So I emailed him. Yeah. And I said, is there any way that you can send me the DVDs of these episodes? Yeah. And he wrote back and he said, no. Because Nine. here's where I got, he gave me the link to the torrent file where he got them from. Right. So now I have all the episodes. The torrent actually worked? It worked, it finished, it downloaded, and I put them onto DVDs. And oh, <laughs> I remember you couldn't find the DVDs to burn them. Yeah, <coughs> I, I figured it out, it worked. So now I have Get a Life. And then you were, I remember you were trying the DVDs you were burning in this ancient DVD player you have over here, and it wouldn't work. It's not that old. It was produced before there were DVD-Rs, and you expect it to work? Some of them do. It's not that old. It's too old. It's from 2000. Get a Blu-ray. No. Um, yeah, so now I have the complete series. And, uh, not, you know, they're not DVD quality, no. but who cares? It's just a comedy. And uh, I don't know if you uh, if you heard, but uh, Family Matters is actually coming to DVD. Really? When? Uh, you got to go on TV shows. All right, no, no, on no. DVD.com. I'm going to go to Amazon. Or do See that if I can pre-order. Or what I say. <laughs> because if I can pre-order it. Just type Family Matters. You don't have to select movies. Is it the complete series? No. Ah, uh, first, first season. season. It'll be ten years before they do the whole series. It was like ten seasons. Wait a minute. Steve Urkel was in season one? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought they didn't bring him in until season two. <coughs> no. Oh. But Perfect Strangers complete first and second season. Oh my god, it's a miracle. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Re Reading Rainbow. Why is this? Ah. Cosby Show. 
Saved by the bell. The castle. Jello pudding. So family, when's family matters coming up? Cool. Oh, so let's see. This is June eighth, twenty ten. Family Matters, season <coughs> one. Twenty six dollars forty nine cents. Nuts. Yeah, I'll wait for it to go on sale. What? Small wonder. Complete first season. No, I hate that show. <laughs> oh my I hate god. Hate it. Look at that. God, Joni, Joni. Dinner's already at. Dinner. That thing we do every night at the table that gets all the... Alright. Vicky. Alright, anyway, That's so, cute. small wonder. <laughs> okay. Um, so, actually, speaking of 1980s, these 1980s, I get, well, Family Matters was 90s, but... Yes. Small wonder. Um, well, technically, Family Matters originated on Perfect Strangers. Yeah, Harriet Winslow. Wasn't I thought Carl was on it too? Oh, he was. Yeah, I thought uh, original Vel Johnson. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we have some celebrity deaths. Yes, nineteen eighties, big one. Let's see. He was born December twenty third, nineteen seventy one. Yeah. He died March tenth, twenty ten. Thirty eight years old. Corey Haynes. Ah. One of the Corys is dead. Uh, Corey Haim. I guess he uh, pulled out one tooth too many to sell on eBay. Corey Haim is dead. That leaves just me, Corey Feldman. Uh, do you care? No. I mean, movies. He did. Uh, <coughs> yeah, he did Lost Boys. Lucas, Lost Boys. Lucas terrible. License to Drive. License to Drive. Uh, Lost Boys, those are the two big ones, I'd say. Uh, he also did the, um, uh, what was those uh, horrible movies he did where he was, him and the stupid father were kept, kept like, trying to avoid the police. I'll look it up. I have up. no clue. All right. Uh, it was, like, The Chase. No, that was Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. All right. Uh, God. Hideous. Yeah, it's pictures of them are terrible. Uh, Lost Boys, Murphy's Romance, no. Dream a Little Dream. Oh, yeah, yeah, but he was like a nobody in that movie. No. Yeah, that was mostly Corey <laughs> Feldman. Um, um, License to Drive. Watch Prayer of the Roller Boys is one of the worst movies of all time. What is that? It's like a futuristic sci-fi type thing. Patricia and everybody, it, they're, they're all gangs and they're on roller skates. And they're white supremacists. Yes. Wow. <clears throat> it's a disaster. Oh, Fast Getaway. That's the one I'm thinking of. Who's in that? Well, him. Nobody I've heard of except no. him. Wow. So he did some... Wait. He looks like Vanilla Ice there. In the poster. <clears throat> that was the big look. Jeez. Yeah, that was... Um, oh, yeah, National Lamp... Oh, last No, that was terrible. Uh, and he also did Fast Getaway 2 and Dream a Little Dream 2. Oh, God. Lost Boys <coughs> 2. Uh, yeah, he um, he only appeared at the very end as a vampire. Oh. It was like a DVD extra. Oh, well. So what, he died of a drug overdose, right? Yeah, the prescription prescription drugs, I guess. Like Michael Jackson. That's right. And uh, Brittany Murphy. No, that's ignorant. And Heath Ledger. 
I was murdered. And Elvis, who I hate. I'm still alive. Oh, oh, oh. I took a one too many pills, and I sat on the toilet. Yeah. And dropped dead, oh. Didn't he have a donut stuck in his intestines or something like that? I don't know about that. No. Uh, where you get these rumors. <laughs> so, so who was the other celebrity death? Oh, well, uh, the other one would be Peter Graves. The great, legendary Peter Graves from Mission Impossible. It's Mr. Phelps. Yeah, who was that? The main character in Mission Impossible. The old guy? What? No. This message will self-destruct. Yes. That's exactly. Him. Oh. What? No, no, no. In the original series. Right. Okay, from the 60s. He was the, the main character, Mr. F Jim Phelps. Oh, he wasn't in the movie with Tom Cruise? No. Tom Cruise played a character they concocted, and then John Voight, mm. of course, who, who, who appeared in a movie where there are no robots. No. Why were there no, no robots in this movie? So uh, I told you. <coughs> hey, people. I, I told you, people. So anyway, um... John Voight. They they originally they were gonna they offered the part to Peter Graves to come back as Phelps. Yeah. But because Graves said he won't do it because Peter Phelps was gonna be turned into a bad guy or something. That's what John Voight. He became the bad guy of the movie, and Peter Graves was like, "Wait a minute, this this guy has been the good guy in, the, in this entire series." I know. And you're gonna make him a bad guy? The hell with that, idiots. So, um, he did not appear in the movie, no. Good. But, uh, he was original, and of course he was an airplane. He was, uh, Captain Over. What's your did, vector, Victor? Did you like the... Roger, Roger. Are the Mission Impossible Over movies them. good? But the mo well, the first one was good. Yeah. The second one was really... <laughs> I, it, it was, I don't think it was very good, personally. The third one was good. I like that. That's J.J. Abrams. Did, I don't remember if he did. I don't think he did the second one. Did the third one. I thought the third one was good. And they're coming out with a fourth one, of course. With Tom Cruise? A fourth Oh, God. <laughs> Help me! Help yes! Alright, so Peter Graves, he was born March 18th, 1926. <laughs> and he died March 14th, 2010. 83 years old. Yes. Uh, he Heart was also... Attack. Peter Graves also did, uh, he was the, the narrator for, um, oh god, one of those, like, uh, crime shows. What are you doing? S looking at pictures of Peter Graves. Yeah, I wanted you to find out what the name of the show was. Uh, that, that, go up, because that's... Well, he was in the court-martial of Billy Mitchell. They court-martialed the Pac-Man guy. Billy Mitchell? <laughs> I hate that guy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, biography. Uh, no, wait a minute, that was Mike Wallace. That's not a crime show. That was Mike Wallace for Biography. No, that, that's not the show he was on. It's not biography. It was, um... Why don't they have it here? Maybe it wasn't him. Uh, oh, yeah, there was also a Mission Impossible from the late 80s. Remember that? No. Yeah they, they re, uh, yeah, they came back. It, it, it wasn't, that's why they made the Nintendo game. Love Boat. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm thinking of somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think it was him. You'd have to like look for... Uh... God, this is 
narrator. <laughs> click it, click Mickey next. Mouse. I don't know what that is. Also, the other spy kind of guy that died was Robert Culp. What did he do? He was in the original I Spy with the Bill Cosby. Oh, God. I Spy. As opposed to the garbage remake with Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson. Yeah, Owen Wilson. Speaking of Billy Mitchell, our good friend Esteban. Remember, he moved to Florida. Hollywood, Florida. Yes, home of Billy Mitchell. And he said he was at, uh, what was it, a convention? He was some, there was like a, maybe a Comic Con or video game. It was some, he was somewhere in Florida. Yeah. And Billy Mitchell was supposed to be there and he wanted to get a picture with him and get his autograph, but he was charging like, <laughs> I don't know, like seven bucks for an autograph. So he said, forget it. <laughs> well, I mean, not for nothing, but what else are they going to do? Hot sauce. Yeah. <laughs> the Billy Mitchell hot sauce. Well, it's not even that. It, it's <laughs> his restaurant chain down there is called Ricky's Ricky's Famous Restaurant Chain. So it's like who who's Ricky? Ricky who Ricky Ricardo? Ah, maybe. No sé. Um Yeah, the angry video game nerd drank uh the, the Billy Mitchell hot sauce <laughs> in that video. <laughs> And he went like nuts and spit it out. What was he trying? I can't remember what he was trying to play. <laughs> I don't know, probably Donkey Kong or something. I don't remember. I don't remember. All right, so what else? Billy Mitchell. The people keep posting on Steven Seagal. <laughs> they just don't stop. Here's the latest one. Uh, uh, what are you saying about me? I would love to have a poster of him. Uh. He is so fine. I want to say thank God. He is a lawman. I love all of his movies. <laughs> Uh, I wish I could buy all of them, but I only have a few. God bless him and his family. God is with you. Okay. okay. All right. So then, Steven Seagal. And yeah, I'm I'm looking at the picture of Nicolas Cage. You know the other he keeps he's in all these comic book movies. This this movie Kick Ass that that just oh, came yeah. out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in that. Dressed up as some Batman imitation. Yeah, by the way, I saw um, uh, the trailer for The Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> Have, did you see this, the, the trailer? Yes! Saw it it's Nicolas Cage. Where I fell asleep. Yeah, it's Nicolas Boy. Cage like walking around in a Mickey Mouse suit. What? Like the Mickey Mouse ears and he's like trying to be a sorcerer. Oh, come on. You're, now you're just fibbing. <laughs> no, I did see the uh, the trailer, though. He's like trying to shoot fireballs out of his hands. Oh, it's just—I mean, look at him. He's dressed like a, a stupid, uh, wicked witch. Anyway, um, I was just going to mention many, many uh, months ago, whatever. I posted a video um, of uh, Clark W. Griswold, Chevy Chase. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the Hotel Hell Vacation, the commercial they did in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. And then they did this. Uh, There's actually there was this long—I uh, forget what company it was. Some hotel chain, but there was this actual, like, long, short film, you know, it was, like, 15 minutes long or something. Yeah. The Griswolds. Yes. And it's amazing. In those 15 minutes, it was funnier than the entire Vegas vacation movie. Oh, really? Which was hideous. Was he even in that? Yes. With, uh, Chevy Chase? He was a star. Well, he hasn't been in the recent ones. What are you talking about? The recent National Lampoon movies. The vacation. He's only in vacation movies. Right. 
None of these other national lampoon right, nonsense. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> and he actually, he wasn't in Thanksgiving vacation. No. Oh, that was a made-for-TV disaster. <laughs> Randy Quaid. Yeah. It was so bad, it is not available on DVD, I don't think. Wow. And I, you can't even find it. I don't even think it's on BitTorrent. <laughs> they just burned every copy of it. The Master tape. It's like the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> uh, Alright, what else? Next. So, I thought that was kind of cool. Now, I have no idea why I wrote this down. You're going to have to go to Google. Okay. We're there. Is this cat doing? Taking a leak? Alright, type in Crash Course in Science. I thought you were going to say Collision Course. No. Crash <laughs> Course in Science, okay. Uncle Floyd. I don't know why I wrote this down. And you completely spelt it wrong. Oh. Just hit the YouTube link. This one? Yes. I, I don't know why I wrote this down. What is this? Oh, hold on. T pause it. Okay. This is the Uncle Floyd show from, you know, back in the 80s. Okay. This was back at the time when, in back in like the early 80s, he used to actually have like, like a lot of up-and-coming musical acts. A lot of them were garbage. Yeah, well, Bon Jovi and... Uh... <clears throat> He had the Ramones. Yeah, the Ramones. Um, I think he had Jung Jet. Yeah, probably. Mm. Cindy Lauper, probably. But anyway, so this is one of them. And Tiny Tim. This is, I think, somebody who's playing this music on like a, all kinds of like synthesizers. I don't even know what this is. I don't know how I found this. Just hit play. So the name of the group is Crash Course in Science. It says Crash Course in Science appeared four times on the Uncle Floyd show. This clip is their second appearance. The name of the song is Cakes in the Home. This is nonsense. This is 1980s. They're lip syncing. They're gonna set all this nonsense up and try and get it to work. <laughs> what is she holding? I don't know. It's like a it's some sort of a toy microphone or something. I'm gonna see if they're on Wikipedia. Why would they be on Wikipedia? No one has ever heard of these people. I don't know. Ah, they are on Wikipedia. Right. Oh, wait a minute, you cut off right, the right, point! Crash course in science. Now, wait, wait, what do you mean rock and roll? Now, wait a minute, is this this is a rock and roll, is it? No, absolutely not. You're gonna fool me! No, but it, never mind, Mr. Yo. What is this? You wow, he's so young. For our viewers who didn't see you the first time you were on the show, and uh, then, or anyone for that matter, our non-viewers, uh, you were on and you really went over great. As a matter of fact, uh, 
Mr. Mattel and Mr. Marks and Mr. The best thing about this show was, here's this stupid guy, he'd be on the microphone trying to talk, and the crew would be screaming things from the back. Synthesizer. And we have a toy rhythm box. And we have a toy camera over there. And we have a toy <laughs> So basically all their instruments were toys. Uh, um, yeah, people call me plastic, I guess. So uh, we have Major Morgan here. We have uh, a, a nice little setup. Why did you start this? This way as opposed to the ordinary way of playing music. Um, we were all poor. Too poor for instruments, so you invested in, you had toys. Good. Where does the band work? Santa's workshop, right? No. Where, 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 are you, where are you playing? Where are you appearing? Well, we're going to appear at Hurrah on the 22nd. That's uh, tomorrow night. Never heard of Yes, tomorrow night. And Close then we're just going to play years. around in Philadelphia and then take it easy and do a little bit more taping. Good. You know, I know I came up, and how are you? All right? Okay. I didn't want to leave you out of this, or your fans are going to write hate mail to me then. Uh, uh, I'll tell you, I came up here feeling kind of crazy and kind of funny, because your music put me in that, that, in that, in that mood. In other words, I, I do not feel... I think I that's another song, and so is that. Click on one of the other ones. What do, you, what do you complain about, Neto? Cardboard lamb. Well, is that, was that, is that good? That's, that's fine, that's fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's... It's not a video, it's just no. a song. So the Wikipedia entry, Crash Course in Science, a poet Post-punk band formed in 1979 in Philadelphia. Isn't that, wait a minute, isn't that when punk started? Mm, I don't know. Um, they use toy instruments and kitchen appliances. A guitar, drums, synthesizer. Uh, they recorded the single Cakes in the Home. The B-side was Kitchen Motors, Mechanical Breakdown. And, uh, yeah, whatever. They they went nowhere. Okay, that was interesting. I just I just I think I must have somehow I saw it and was just like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> I learned something new. <laughs> um, basically, that was like you know back then you know as if you were a kid, you know all the kids would get together and like start like smashing on like pots and pans and trying yeah. to use like. Household items from instruments, and that's basically what that was, making no sense at all. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to see if they're on iTunes. Why would they be on iTunes? You never know. Um, no. no. <laughs> nope. All right, what else? All right, so, uh, all right, go to another website. One what are you doing? I want to see if they're on Amazon. How? They they were before CDs. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so were the Beatles. Well, what are you, some of the Beatles? Uh, the Beatles are something that would re-release and would release this. this not buy uh, a uh, vinyl. Yeah. Someone selling a vinyl record <laughs> for $60? Yeah. All right, so um, just go to Google. This is something that's been on the web for a long time. Uh, family Guy creator uh, Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. 
Um, the Burger King uh, cartoons? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the cavalcade, cavalcade of yeah. cartoon something or other. Yeah. And I was watching some of those, and, and they're pretty good. And unfortunately, you can't even, like, you have to actually... Most of them are on a DVD. You gotta buy a DVD. Oh. <laughs> but they're, like, thought, really funny. Yeah, they used to be on YouTube, right? They're no, they still are. Yeah. The, no, the ones that are, there were ones that, like, Burger King paid for, and then some other company paid for. But he did, like, th- like twice as many... Uh, and didn't, and they're just on a DVD. Uh, because what? He's not gonna be able to sell a DVD well, with twenty of them. They're about two minutes long each. Yeah. So he did. I mean, probably did like sixty or seventy. So I want you to go to the one with Bob Dylan. Okay. Uh, what am I typing? Cartoon cavalcade of cartoon. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. This one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Backstage with Bob Dylan. Mr. Dylan, Tom Waits is here to see you. Popeye. <laughs> Nice. So basically the whole thing was subtitled. <laughs> Bob Dylan, Tom Waits, Popeye, and Muhammad Ali. New band, new understand, bad news. Good God. Well, blow me down. Alright. Do you have any notes? In my head. Oh, God. Alright, the next thing I was going to show you was. Go to the website um, unseen64.net. Ah, I like this. Yeah, the, well, I think we've talked about it before. The website that has uh, <clears throat> videos and, and pictures from uh, unreleased video games. Yeah, prototypes. River Raid for Super Nintendo? AKA River Raid 3. <clears throat> wow. Never huh. heard of this. Now let's look at oh, some pictures. pictures. Yeah, that could have been cool. Yeah. That looked pretty good, actually. Check it out. Yeah. Some nighttime levels. <coughs> snow levels, river levels. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, it's uh, scrolling... Uh, yeah, top view. Top view, just like the old... Vertical, uh, yeah, like the original... Actually, uh, it says it was... Um, it was, uh, I guess somebody on Atari H just found it, but it was also canceled was Kaboom! <laughs> the Mad Bomber Returns, another Activision uh, favorite. <laughs> Kaboom. What else is on there? I, didn't see I don't that. know. Yeah, but if they had released Kaboom on the Super oh, Nintendo, how could you control it? <laughs> gotta use a paddle. D-pad. Why? Uh, it's, too, it's not... No, you gotta use a paddle. Whatever. What is this? Uh, who cares? All right. So, I want... Uh, t- where's the search? Search. Okay. Got it. I want you to type in GoldenEye Space Live Arcade. Okay. Basically, they released 
images of here's what happened. Goldeneye came out on Nintendo sixty four when nineteen ninety seven. Yes, when it was it was eventually supposed to come out. You know the the Nintendo Wii had the virtual console. Yeah, but the problem is Rare, which made Goldeneye, is now owned by Microsoft, so they wouldn't give it to Nintendo, and then Nintendo somehow blocked them from releasing it on the Xbox. Because, yeah, because Why? Nintendo published it originally. Yeah, but they published Perfect Dark too. I know they worked out a deal. Perfect Dark just got released on Xbox yeah. Live Arcade. Yeah. So high res, you know. They so they had the pictures, and I think there's a video there too. But I mean, the video is on YouTube. <coughs> Why are you opening the video? So this is the new version. Yeah, this is the uh, high graphics. It looks the same, just like 60 frames per second. Yeah, I don't think they did much to it. They weren't going to spend the money to the do that. The original looked pretty good already. Now, all right, so hit one of the pictures. I mean, well, here's the thing. Uh, yeah, for some of these pictures are really small. There we go. Now, here, here's that the thing. That looks good. I mean, the background, basically all, like, the, the objects, the backgrounds, they did, like, they updated it so it looks really good. Mm. Now, here's the thing. If you play the N64 emulator... You can get pretty, very good graphics from GoldenEye. I mean, like, it's yeah. astounding graphics. <laughs> and perfect art. But the thing is, you're not going to get the textures that they right. would have added. That's right. the thing, because that's new. Yeah, they, uh, they updated the textures. Yeah, it looks good. Unfortunately, it will never be released. <laughs> Thanks to Nintendo. Nintendo. No, come on. Just play Perfect Nintendo. Dark. Same nah, thing. I don't like that game. Or play it on the emulator. Like Bond. Well, here's the thing, though. Why didn't Microsoft let Nintendo release it on the Virtual Console? Why? Why not? It's their property. And then EA has the... No, no. The difference is, here's the thing. Nintendo would not have released this new version. They yeah, would have released an I N64. I know, the Who actual cares? version. Yeah. The <laughs> real version. Oh, so this is the original. And then this is the new. Ah... Wow. That still looks pretty good, though, considering it's 13 oh, yeah, years I know. old. I know, but then, I mean, you know, the, yeah, the update is, like, pretty impressive. Yeah, well, they added snow, and they added... Some, they just changed the texture. Some rust, really. yeah. But it would have been nice. Yeah. I don't think they would have added in the uh, the other Bond actors. Oh, what, no. did they? No, 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 I don't think they were going to do that. The all-Bond mode? <clears throat> yeah, the... Um, did that exist, or was that just a rumor? In the original, the all bond. No, it it didn't exist. What what it is is there's <clears throat> the um, the textures that they were going to make for Connery, Dalton, Roger Moore are were left in the game. <laughs> wow. Um, however, they weren't high. They weren't the proper resolution. So there's a way through like uh, the Game Shark that you can get it, but it, it doesn't look very good. What? Stop. No, no, I know. I'm just waiting. Go All right, ahead. so um, I was watching the TNA wrestling where Hulk Hogan is now on it. Remember how I was saying that there's this black guy who, whose entire gimmick is he imitates Randy Savage? Black machismo. Yes, Jay Weevil. Yeah. So Hogan is there. Hogan's supposed to be, like, running things. So this guy walks in and... Yeah, he's doing the macho man. Hey, hey, Hulk Hogan, yeah, I want to have a match. Yeah. The black guy. Yeah. And then Hulk Hogan 
starts doing a Macho Man imitation. No. Yes, and then they're both doing Macho Man imitations. Did he do it like pretty good? Yes, play my my video. Oh, all right, here we go. I think that's all, all right. I want. You want to roll, man. He's at a desk. 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 He's at a desk.
Yeah, I don't think that's gonna help. You may have to open a window. So, while I'm gagging to death, I, I said open a window. It's like, right. open it. Right. You smell it? Yes! Smell it. We had a live bowel movement oh, on the air. God. No, Alright. So anyway, actually whatever you sprayed is worse than this, the crap smell. <laughs> Febreze. Ah, it's terrible. So, <laughs> all right, so just Minter, so stop clicking on things. <laughs> just talk. Uh, so, all right, so I go to buy, I buy the, go to buy the book. This is before he gets, gets there. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I want to buy the book and, you know, get it signed, whatever. And they're like, yeah, yeah, here we go. But the guy, this is the Barnes & Noble, the guy's like, listen, the one thing is, I, I'm like, I, I, you know, He's like, look, the one thing is, he's not shaking anyone's hand. <laughs> what? I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Dan Aykroyd shook our hand. Yes. Shook your hand. All right, um, so, so we, why? Why wouldn't he so shake your hand? They're like, I think you can, you know, take pictures, he'll sign anything, other than he'll, he'll sign anything, you know, wrestling toys, yeah. whatever. The Predator DVD? I guess. But he's not shaking anyone's hand, and I'm like, well, I really don't care. I just want to take a picture with him. Yeah. And so I'm like, well, why isn't he shaking hands? Out of curiosity, they're like, I, I don't know. They we were just told he's not shaking hands. Wow. So he shows up. You know, basically he comes like you know, ba like crawling in because I guess his back is like shot or something. And he sits down. Yeah. And all right, so go go to the audio there. I have a bunch of files there. Um, These? Yeah, so open... Um, open the word says cold. This is him explaining why... Well, you know what's wrong with all my thinking? It's common sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when common sense enters into the equation, for some reason, government takes a walk. Yeah. You know? So on that note, uh, I'll end my talk because there's uh, quite a few people here I see and we want to get through to everybody we can. Again, no personal offense, but I don't want to shake any hands because the last time I did one of these and shook hands, I spent five days with a fever laying flat on my back, and none of us want that, and I might even give it to you. All right. So here's the thing, okay? He doesn't want to shake anybody's hand because he's going to get, get a cold or give somebody a cold. Well, guess what? Punch like guess who got a freaking cold? Who? Me! Oh. I was sick for a week. Oh, from Jesse Ventura? Yes! And damn Jesse Ventura gave me a cold. <laughs> wow. Son of a gun. What are you doing? Go back to my thing. I know, I got it here. Alright, so then, um, alright, so he starts talking. I, I opened the Lincoln thing, I guess. The last time I shook someone's hand. The last time I shook someone's hand, I got sick and was puking all over Mexico. My villa in Mexico. Am I doing this? No, one? no. The, the uh, Lincoln. But, uh, a hundred years from now, I, I want it on the record that not everybody bought in to the government's or the official position to all these conspiracies and that there were a great deal of people who didn't. And there were also a great deal of evidence to show that these conspiracies absolutely could be real. 
And in the book, we go all the way back to it present Abraham Lincoln. And I'll explain why we did that. Um, when I went to school, I only learned John Wilkes Booth. That President Lincoln went to Ford Theater, that Booth came up behind him, shot him in the head, yelled something, leaped, landed on the floor, hurt his leg, they chased him down to a farmhouse, burned it down, and killed him. I didn't, they didn't teach me at all that this was a legitimate conspiracy, that not only Lincoln was due to be killed, it was done by the Confederacy, but they also wanted to kill Vice President Johnson, Secretary of State Seward, and General, General Ulysses Grant. They were only successful on one, and then eight people were tried and convicted. Four of them were put to death, including, and tell me if this isn't historical, the first woman was put to death. Now, why aren't, we t why aren't our children taught that in school? I don't know. So, I don't know, Jesse. Wait a minute. In, in like the fifth grade, when we did those horrible plays, and one of, one of the groups did the Civil War II, the South Strikes Back or something, wasn't like the, the main protagonist John Wilkes Booth? Wasn't one of the guys like John Wilkes Booth? <laughs> the teacher's like, wait a minute, he was dead. His ancestor. The teacher's like, well, he was dead. What are you doing? <laughs> like, we don't care. Now, now Rob is opening both windows so that oh. each cat can, can look out the window. Yeah, so they stop meowing. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so he was murmuring, murmuring about that. <laughs> when I was in school. Yeah, let me tell you something about when I was in school. And then he's yammering about the income tax. Oh, yeah. I would eliminate the income tax. Then the government wouldn't be able to do anything. They'd have no income tax. That's what you gotta do. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Wouldn't be able to get on, get to work because the railroads <laughs> and the the streets would be destroyed. Yeah. After about two months. <laughs> so uh, all right. So he, they practically already are. Yeah. So he kept going on and on about that. And so then, uh, oh, so then he mentions uh, John Lennon and gives his theory on why John Lennon was killed. But I take your position of backing the conspiracy and why you have to give enough credence to this conspiracy that it well and likely could be true. But getting back to the jigsaw puzzle, you throw all those pieces on the floor and you start to slowly assemble the pieces together like a jigsaw puzzle. Now, can you complete the puzzle? Absolutely not. You cannot complete the puzzle. But like any jigsaw puzzle, you can get enough pieces together where you can kind of figure out what the picture is. There's enough evidence that could very well lead to the picture being completed. And that's what I hope this book really accomplishes. And we took them all on. I mean, there's some interesting things that you look at if you go back to the, to the, uh, the assassinations in the 60s and 70s. And let me throw John Lennon in. We didn't do Beatle John Lennon in the book. But, uh, the interesting thing about the death of John Lennon, Malcolm X, and Dr. Martin Luther King is what? What do you think they would have in common, those three murders? Other than lone nuts. Throw the lone nut out of the equation. But what do those three murders all have in common? Here's what it is. Yes, sir. You got a guess? No, it isn't that they spoke out. Here's what they all have in common. At the very time of their murder, 
they were all under heavy government surveillance. Now, shouldn't that have possibly prevented the murder? If you're under government surveillance, should you know? We have a police officer here. He's sworn to uphold the law. So regardless of whatever he's doing, if he knows or has believes, he could hate you individually. But he is still an honorable man who upholds the law. His job, he has to. This poor, this poor cop was standing there, right? And every time Jesse Ventura would, would, would be talking about some conspiracy, he kept pointing to this cop. He's like, this cop can't shoot anybody if he wants to. This cop can't torture anybody. You can do whatever you want to him. This guy has to uphold the law. He's not a lawbreaker. So a pilot, Jimmy Carter, killed John Lennon. I, I, well, I think it's CIA. I think it's a CIA job. What they hired that guy, uh, Mark, Mark Chapman. Mark David Chapman, yeah. Well, he was part of the... Uh, the hypnotist, the hypnotized uh, ranks, I believe. Yes. Huh? Yes, I believe he was hypnotized. CIA, CIA um, program. Uh, hypnotized. Same that shot Reagan. Yeah. He, there was somebody who hip, who was hypnotized and came up well, and shot me. Well. And I didn't. I wasn't too happy about that. I said to Nancy, I forgot to duck. Just say no. That's right. All right, am I going to keep playing this or what? No, not, not this clip. All right. So, all right, so then, <clears throat> so I'm waiting in line, and this whole time he's taking... Wait, how many people, were there a lot of people there? There were probably 60 or so, I, I, it was hard to tell. It wasn't anywhere near how many dental Oh, wow. But again, this is in, yeah, the, but know, were there any, in the morning. Were there like, like wrestling Oh, yeah, fanatics? oh, yes, okay. there was right. a few of them. All right. <laughs> and they had like... Piles and piles of stuff for him to sign. So, naturally. So this guy that was next to me in line, this older guy, and he's like, yeah, you know, I, I went to see him when he was in New Brunswick with his last book or something. And he's like, he's like, I'm going to warn you. He literally spends like 10 minutes talking to every person. I'm like, oh, okay, here, here we go. Yeah. And literally, so after about, so he, he, gave, he gave this like well, speech for like Unlike Dan Aykroyd. Oh, he wouldn't even look at you. We're lucky we got to snap a picture. Yeah, come on, come on, come on. All right, I've got a shooter, got a shooter, right, got a shooter. Next, come on. Need a shooter, need a shooter. Is this your wine? Whose wine is this? <laughs> so, um. He can take off his sunglasses. Yeah, so. So Ventura, he gave like this five minute speech. He's like, I know there's a lot of people here, so I'm just going to go ahead and start signing. <laughs> so he sits down. Yeah. So after like half an hour, we move like a foot. And be there all day. It literally was taking ten. Here was the thing: it wasn't that the people were talking to him for ten minutes. He was bending everybody's ear. The people were literally like they were walking away. <laughs> they they want to leave, and that's what happened to me. After like t uh, five minutes of him going on and on and on, finally I just walked away. He's still going on, and I just left. <laughs> that's awesome. So anyway, so uh, as I'm as I got up to him. He's talking with somebody else, and because it was these guys sitting in the front the whole time, and he kept talking to them. So then he gave, he started talking about Led Zeppelin. You heard what that about the concert in New England, didn't you? Where they got back together with yeah, Bonnie's kids while it was 
14,000 tickets were available. They put it on the internet for Led Zeppelin, one show in England with Bonnie's son drumming. Yeah. They got requests, 14 to eight, what was it, 14 or 18 million for those 14,000 tickets. They had millions to see Led Zeppelin. If Zeppelin would reunite and tour, it would be the biggest tour in the history. And you, and you know who's at fault? We are calling the new Yoko Ono because plants with that world doing oh, yeah. bluegrass, yeah. Uh, and they, everyone's blaming her for Zeppelin not getting back. And so, yeah, she, she's got the heat now. She's got the heat now. Who, who is he blaming for Led Zeppelin not reuniting? Alison Krauss. Who's that? She's like a folk bluegrass singer. She always wins. So what does she have to do with anything? She's been touring with Robert Plant for like ten years, or um, I don't together. Know, I don't exactly. Yeah, yeah, they've done albums and everything. Uh -huh. The thing is, that's all he can She's sing. The new Yoko Ono. Oh. <laughs> but th well, the other thing was, he's like, what was there? Fourteen or eighteen million people wanted the tickets. I don't think it was that many. I think it was like five. Yeah, well, but still. of course he embellishes everything. But um, it's a conspiracy. But the whole time you could hear him. Let me tell you something. <laughs> So, uh, all right, so then finally... <laughs> Wait, how did the topic of Led Zeppelin even come up? Who? I thought he was... He just was going on about anything. It's like a scatterbrain. <laughs> really? He just, he just, did, did you hear about the Dallas Cowboys? Remember the Dallas Cowboys and the football team? Remember what, what they did in 1992? In the Super Bowl? Did you watch the Super Bowl in 1992? Let me tell you something. Jimmy Johnson was their coach, and Jim, Jimmy Fallon. Have you ever seen Jimmy Fallon's show? <laughs> so finally, I get it. I get up to him now, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him a question. I'm gonna get my one question in. If he, if he actually takes a breath. Well, t technically, technically, if I wanted to, I could have sat there the whole time and just kept asking him questions. Yeah. I could have had a two-hour interview with him sitting in the front row because that's all he was doing. If he would have shut up to let you. No, well, that's the thing. You, you just have to record. You have to, like, wait for him to go through 16 different thoughts and then finally <laughs> answer another question. Yeah. So finally I asked a question. I'm thinking, what can I... I'm gonna, I want to give him, like, a one-liner that he can do real fast. Oh, wait, th this reminds me. Remember when we saw Kevin Smith at Carnegie Hall? Yeah. And the people would go up and ask him questions, and he would ramble literally for oh. 40 minutes before he actually got to answering the question. Well, that's the thing is with these guys, these, the celebrity, here's the thing, the celebrities who do these tours or books, they have this material that they've concocted, whether they've written the book or they're, right. they're, they're doing this tour. And so they have all these stories and they've said these stories <laughs> six million times. Yeah. And so that's all they can do now is rattle off these stories. They have like nothing else. Yeah. So, um, right, so what's the, what, uh, so finally I'm, I ask him kind of a joke, serious thing. I say, who's, who is scarier, the predator, of course he was in the predator movie or Dick Cheney, who I despise. Well, everyone does. And so this, this is what he said. And then he goes, goes <laughs> off in some tangent about torturing. I'm going to torture Dick Cheney. All right, just All play right. it. I got one question. Yes. Who's scarier, the predator or Dick Cheney? Who's the Predator or Dick Cheney? Yeah. Are you kidding me? The Predator's way scary. <laughs> Dick Cheney. <laughs>
I mean, you know, I made yeah. Yale's top ten quotes for last year. Every year, Yale University has the top ten quotes of the year. My son told me, and they they go down in history because they've had it. They've been doing this apparently for a long, long time. I came in last year when I was on Larry King, and we were talking about torture. And I've been waterboarding. And I told Larry King, I says, Larry, you give me Dick Cheney a waterboard in one hour, and I'll have him confess to the Sharon Tate murders. And uh, that, and that, made, that, that made it into the Yale. That made it into the Yale top ten quotes of the year. And that's the truth. I've been waterboarded. It is torture. There is no doubt about it. And when they say, does Khalid Sheikh Mohammed confess? Well, yeah, they waterboarded him 180 times. I got news. Every one of us would have confessed to 9-11 if they waterboarded you. Why do you think these gentlemen can't torture people? Because it has, when you torture someone, they will say whatever it is to stop the torture. It has no credibility whatsoever. <laughs> what, for waterboarding? Well, and then on the other side, O'Reilly calls me a pinhead over the fact that I said, okay, if we waterboard these terrorists, why didn't we waterboard McVeigh and Nichols? Because a lot of people thought there were more people involved there. Why didn't we waterboard them? O'Reilly calls me a pinhead because the answer is simple. They're, they're American citizens. Oh, really? So it's okay to waterboard a foreigner, but you can't waterboard any citizen? So like if a European person comes here and breaks the law, we can take them in and waterboard them? Come on, people are people. It's a humanity issue, not a country issue. You know, you know, you know. O'Reilly's a, a coward. Well, the fact is, where you start talking about Dick Cheney, I learned later when I read the book that that's he has that in the book. So I basically fed him uh, the question uh, that was in the book. Oh man! But did you really remember when I did the <laughs> imitation of him? <laughs> you threw him a soft. I'm Larry King. Yeah, yeah, when he's yeah. like, when he was on the Rahoko, he's like, let me tell you, Larry, I'm going to get Bin Laden and shoot him, and I'll be, I'll, I'll tell you, Larry. And, that's, and then he did that for I me. He's like, I was a Larry King, and let me tell you, I said, Dick Cheney, you should be waterboarded, dude. I know. Hey, Larry. Good. That was episode 100. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So every 50 episodes now, I'm going to have to mention Jesse Ventura of some sort. <laughs> and terrorists. <laughs> Jesse the, so body, Jesse the body, the yeah. body, the body, in person. Jesse the body, yeah. That's right, gorilla. Yeah. Let me tell you something, McMahon. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing was the Why wrestling. He go back to wrestling. The, yeah, okay. The wrestling people kept asking him about like wrestling uh, things. He's like, I'll tell you, I told Vince McMahon how to run that company. He wouldn't have done anything without me. Yeah. I took gave him every idea he ever had. <laughs> Maybe he did. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I, well, yeah. Jesse the body. So Got he, it. Look, he loves to talk so much. Let's get him on the show. How? You know, just be some 20-minute uh, rambling. 20-minute? More like three hours. <laughs> He'll be in the bathroom, like, hear him peeing. In the There'll bathroom. be no point of us being on the show. That's true. It'll just be him. That's true. Going on and on. It'll be nothing, nothing interesting. Well, I wanted to go at the, the Lowe's Theater, the Jersey City one that we've gone to. They had... Oh, Todd Bridges was what? doing a signing, right? No, what? The, oh, that was a book that I wasn't going to see him. No. <laughs> so, um... 
Yeah, so it was uh, the Lowe's. They had all these people who were in the Night of the Living Dead movies, including George C. Romero, who you know did them. Yeah, I wanted to go to that, but I was sick from Jesse Ventura. Ugh. Gave me some kind of Mexican uh, flu. Flu, yeah. Wow. Montezuma's Revenge or something. So, but I mean, there've been a lot. Like, I, you know, I remember a couple of years ago, I missed the one with Roger Moore. Oh yeah. And uh, there was the over the winter, they, they at the place they had Chuck Norris. I missed that. Chuck Norris. Yeah, missed them. Not even getting into the number of times I've missed the Dush. Well, yeah, into that. We've, yeah, we've been through that. Now, do you know that the Dush uh, <laughs> basically had a garage sale on eBay? Really? Like, um, like Willie Ames? Hmm. Remember he had that garage sale? Yeah, but I don't think anybody actually bought anything from him. So what was she selling? She was selling, like, tons of clothes. Why? Shoes. It was for charity. Oh. All right. But, it, you know, it was like, like, she's, because she's, like, the actress or whatever, they, they just, these, you know, companies, the designers just give her clothes. Yeah. And yeah, she doesn't true. even wear them, I guess. That's true. So it was, like, signed DVDs, posters... I mean, I would have bid for, like, the signed... Po- but they were, like, $400, $500 for a poster. But the clothes were, like, nothing. And you know the reason? Why? Because it was probably all men that were looking at this stuff. And it was, like, the men were, like, well, wait, That's what, what am I going to do with a dress? That's true. Dushku dress, although I'm, I'm sure some people would have wanted it. <laughs> was it signed or anything? Or it was just no, a dress? The, why would you sign a dress? So then the people have no proof. No, I'm sure she would give you some kind of certificate or something. Oh, but some of this stuff was, like, really expensive. Yeah. yeah. Designer. Yeah. And then, but then some were just, like, regular jeans for, like, 20 bucks. I'm like, what the hell is she doing? Oh, she was also trying to sell her Prius tires. <laughs> tires? I don't know what happened to the Prius, so she crashed or something. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. There, really, there really wasn't anything that I would have actually wanted. I have two movie reviews. Oh, boy. One is Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, why did don't tell me you saw that. Saw it. It, it was very good. Uh, it was very good. All right. It was very funny. Um, the John Cusack. Oh, and uh, I didn't know this when I saw it, but Chevy Chase is actually in the movie, <laughs> and he was pretty good. And yeah, but what is he in for two seconds? Uh, nice. He, he's in it here and there, but he was good. What? And a little bit, maybe a little bit of a spoiler alert. Crispin Glover. Oh, yeah, I heard that he was, was in, in the movie. And he was funny. Like, the whole, like, yes. the, the running gag with him. Mm. Again, spoiler alert. But yeah. the running gag with him was that... He's come, I've come here from <laughs> other planets. No. No? They, when they go to the resort in 2010, you know, present yeah. day, he's missing an arm. Okay. They go in the hot tub. They go back in time to 1985 or, or uh, 1986. Whatever, yeah, so, so he's still working there even back then, but he has both of his arms. So they're like, oh, my God, I, I wonder when he loses an arm, right? So the whole time, like, they keep, like, getting into these weird, like, shenanigans and stuff. And he has to, and he's just coincidentally, like, is, is like, he sees it and, like, he, he saves them. Yeah. Or, like, he gets stuck in the elevator and, like, his arm is sticking out and the <laughs> elevator is going... So one of the guys, Lou, keeps saying, like, oh, my God, this is where it happens. Come on, this is where it happens. He's going to lose the arm. He's going to... And, like, he always, like, ends up getting out of it somehow. 
And he's like, oh man, I can't, I was robbed. I wanted to see him lose the arm. And then finally at the end, he loses the arm. How? Uh, a truck drives by and like he sticks his arm out. It's like say goodbye because like they're leaving, so he sticks yeah. it. You know, he was like waving goodbye, and a truck drives by and just, like rips his arm. Oh off. god! <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it was really funny. I saw that. So hot tub time machine. I recommend that. Go see that. And um, uh, what was the uh, on the waterfront? Wait, you went and saw that? Yeah. On Saturday night. Why didn't you tell me? You said you didn't want to do anything on Saturday. Oh, I wanted to see that movie. Uh, oh, my God. Did you ever see it before? Yeah, I've seen it on cable. Oh, I'd never seen it before. And it was Marlon Brando. How could have been a contender? What was it, 1953, I think? Nah, it was 55, 54, 55. I have to be accurate. <laughs> I was on the move on the waterfront, I'm gonna tell you, if you, you miss a lot of things, on the waterfront, huh? <laughs> 1954. Yeah. So, uh, it was good. It was good. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty much, like, it wasn't a documentary, but it was very factual. It was based on uh, the events that had taken place in, uh, you know, in, in the, yeah. the Manhattan uh, ports yeah. and... You know, it was like the Irish mafia trying to control the ports. And, I the Irish know. mafia, huh? That's what the guy said after the movie. He was like giving a lecture and answering questions about the movie. The guy said no. it was the Irish... Uh, Whatever. Mob and... Uh, no, I'm not dying. And so, so, yeah, this priest, you know, no. kind of like... Like broke this up and the Marlon Brando character was originally involved in the, in the mob. Yeah. And then like rebelled against them and I don't know it was good it was a good movie no, no, no. Marlon Brando no, no, no. was pretty good no, no, no. It's a movie. that's the only Marlon Brando movie I've seen other than the Godfather movies what else has he been in uh Superman what he was Superman oh my god he was the, the father Jor-El Who's Jarrell? The father of Superman? Oh, the farmer. No, the actual father from Krypton. Oh, the farmer was Glenn Ford. <laughs> when did I? I watched Superman when I was like five. Ah, you suck. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Oh. I remember my friend had a Superman glass from Burger King. Oh, nice. Remember when the like Burger King and McDonald's used to give out glasses from yes, movies? Yes, yeah, you know, like we had some life. Charlie Brown yes. cups and Superman yeah. cups. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. No, no, don't do that anymore, no. I'm doing the entire rest of the episode, Mom Bando. <laughs> he was also in a movie called The Freshman with uh, Matthew Broderick. Oh, yeah, it's a comedy. Yes, it was yeah, a very yeah, good yeah. movie. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was on that movie. <laughs> yeah. What else was he? I've been on all other stuff. Here, I'll tell you right now. It was in The Wild, oh. the, the wild One. A streetcar named Desire. Yes. Julius Caesar. On the waterfront. Guys and dolls. Sayonara. Young lion. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, anything that I've actually heard of? Uh, well, he was in... Um, 
the big Godfather. one. No, wait a minute, wait Last a minute. Tango in Paris. Yeah, that was that was a really crazy movie. That was a Kubrick movie. It was supposed to be horrible, movie. right? That yeah, was all right. It was. Oh, he was really in oh, Apocalypse Now. <coughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, it was. He <coughs> was only really in the end. Well, here's the thing. I never saw Apocalypse Now until several years ago. I saw the DVD. It was the redo version. So it was like yeah. twice as long as the regular version. Oh my god. And I didn't even get to the part with Marlon Brando because I had to turn it off about two hours in because I was falling asleep. Yeah, I, it's like three hours. I know. It was so boring. Uh, but he was in um, the, whatchamacallit there, uh, The Island of Dr. Moreau. Oh, he was yeah. in the remake. <laughs> I just forgot. An absolute disaster. Yeah, that was with Val Kilmer. Oh, God. It was so was bad. Was it with Val Kilmer? Yes. Yeah, it was horrible. Horrible. When we the hell was that? I saw Hot Tub Time Machine. There was a trailer for the Saturday Night Live skit MacGruber the movie. Who the heck is MacGruber? It's like a parody of MacGyver. Oh, it's like he always oh, messes up. It's, uh, it's Will oh, Forte. He has the oh, mullet and that vest. What? MacGruber that is outrageous. No, you and, can't do a Val, parody of MacGyver in a movie. And Val Kilmer. Well, it's a Saturday Night Live skit. Who cares? Like the ladies, man. Oh, you gotta do a MacGyver <laughs> movie. And, um... And Val Kilmer's the villain. Nah, I care. I don't want to see that garbage. Wait, when does this come out? This comes out May 21st, 2010. Garbage. Garbage. And and look, Kristen Wiig, Val Kilmer, Maya Rudolph. Come on, that's garbage. (laughs) There's not even a cameo from Richard (laughs) Dean Anderson. Garbage. So this month, they were showing the old movies, 1950s. Next month, 1960s, they're doing um, A Hard Day's Night, The Beatles. They're doing... Please don't tell me you're going to go and see that. I am. Oh, my God. I have to. Come on. I have to. Oh, my... I, I hard can't. Day's night. I, I just can't. Listen. I can't sit It's so terrible. <laughs> it's not. A Hard Day's Night. What? A Hard Day's no Night. No one in the movie speaks English. What do you... Th- they're all speaking... No, they're not. Alright, so A Hard Day's Night. Yeah. Uh, our old English teacher would have loved this one. Uh, how to Kill a Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird. I know, To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, you know, I, I have From no the interest. 60s. No, I have no interest in that. Uh, the Graduate. With, what's his name? Dustin, Dustin Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's the selection they have of the 1960s? Look. It's horrible! But they're considered to be classic movies. No, they're not. They're like, the Hard Day's crit- Night is not classic. Critically acclaimed classic oh, movie. Oh, that's terrible. To Kill a Mockingbird was in the 60s. The other one was in the 50s. Mm-mm. I'll tell I'll you. about that. That is terrible. How to Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, 1960. 1960. All right, 1962. Gregory oh, that's, Peck. that's terrible. Robert Duvall. A decade that had... St- 2001 Space Odyssey. But they could, I know, but they could only show three movies. They had so? to pick three. These weren't the ones to pick! Actually, a James Bond one would have been cool. Uh, well, they had that. You know, they had the couple Bond movies that other time. Sean Connery? No, they do not. But you got to pay him a million dollars. That's true. Um, <laughs> nah, you know what? No, nah, I wouldn't want to see the Bond. I, I would have wanted to see Bond movies, but... I think that those were, like, if you're going to say 1960s movies, I don't know if those are the ones I would pick. No? What would you pick? <laughs> I did a 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, that's kind of long. And boring. No, that's, that's decent. 
1960s. Uh, what else came out in the 60s? There's so many movies. It came out well, in 1960s. You can't even name any except uh, 2001. Right. I can name other movies from the. Let me see. 1960s. Um, Planet of the Apes. All right, 1960. Swiss Family Robinson. Yeah, there was a lot of stupid Disney movies then. That's the only one from the 60s. Oh, no, here we go. I don't know what you're doing. 101 Dalmatians. It's a cartoon. Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, God, I wouldn't want to see that. Cleopatra. No. Mary Poppins. I would have liked to see Mary Poppins. Yeah, we, we're Dick French out doing the worst English accent of all time. Jim Chim Chiru. Jim Chim Chiru. The Sound of Music. No. Hawaii. What the heck is that? Never heard of it. The Jungle Book. Funny Girl. No. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That was a Kid. good movie. Uh, West Side Story. Oh my God, I would never see that. That is hideous. Uh, Longest Day. That was a good movie. I, I would have seen that. Like to see that. What the heck are you doing? Um, you know what? These movies stink. Uh, Doctor Strange Love was hideous. I never heard of most of these. Hold on. Uh, you want a snack? No, because now how are we gonna record? You're eating chips. It's fine. That probably have no taste. Doctor Zhivago. No. Shit, too little. Why was that in, in for an Academy Award? <laughs> for Best Picture. Hello, Oliver. Dolly? I remember Oliver. You know what? These movies stink. Oh, The Lion in Winter. We, I reviewed that on the podcast. Yeah, why, would, uh, why would I want to see that? Well, you wouldn't, but... What do you do with the mouse? So anyway, so apparently Academy Award uh, was just as bad then. But there, there are other movies from the 1960s that they, they, I think they could have had there. Ah. Huh. Well, anyway. What about 70s? Oh. I'm just curious. Well, I don't think they'll get Star Wars because Lucas would never let them show the original uh, version. No, but what what um, are the best pictures of the 70s? You gotta try and get, like, Jaws. Yeah. And uh, maybe Rocky. Oh, Patton was good. <clears throat> Dick Van Patten? Is that his biography? No, the, the French Connection is awesome. I'd love to see that French connection. What is that? Spy movie? No, it's about these heroin dealers in New York. It's, um, what's the name is in it? That star, uh, Gene Hackman. Oh. Ah, The Sting. The Sting is terrific. Fiddler on the Roof? No. Cabaret? Deliverance? Godfather? Clockwork Orange? Deliverance is kind of long. Mash. Oh, God. Alan Alda. Ah! He wasn't in the movie. No. The Towering Inferno. Oh, A love God. story. I saw that. Um, yeah, Jaws, obviously, be one I would say. Lucas. No. American Graffiti. Exorcist. That stunk. Uh, the Rocky, I would say. Taxi Driver. That's Chinatown. Yeah, Star Wars. The, <clears throat> the Conversation. Deer <clears throat> Hunter was that? good. Midnight Express I like, but it's kind of crazy. What is that? It's about uh, this guy who's in a Turkish prison, and he's like going nuts. It's, a, it's crazy. It's a comedy? No. Kramer versus Kramer. From Seinfeld? No. Apocalypse Now. Superman. 
I can't, I, well, I, here's the thing. If they had the goodbye girl, that was pretty good. No. If you know who's had, in that? The wife. With their drinking? Yeah. If they had from the 1970s, uh-huh. here you go. Close Encounters, Jaws, uh, Joss Spielberg. Hold on. Right. Star Wars. <laughs> the original Star Trek movie, of course, I would go to see. Well, year did that come out? 78. 79. Huh. Um, the Sting, as I said, is a good movie. I really like that. But in terms of sci-fi, those movies, I would definitely uh, go and see. Uh, the French Connection is one of my favorite movies. Annie Hall? No. Absolutely not. I hate him. Okay. Oh, he's a pedophile. So. Oh, did you ever see Dog Day Afternoon? Um. Hoo-ha! No! Oh, I saw that. You know, I saw a preview for the Kevorkian movie. Oh, yeah? With him. It oh, looks no. just like Kevorkian. It's oh. scary. I didn't know. I was against the law to kill someone. Who? <laughs> I'll have to see that. It could work, you. Yeah, he's just a joke now. I can't resist. Ours was all garbage in the 80s and that won the award. Ordinary People, Elephant Man, Raging Bull. No. Chariots wow. of Fire, On Golden Pond, Raiders of the Lost Ark, yes. Gandhi, E.T., Tootsie. Well, they had that already. They had Raiders already. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm just, I'm just, mm. Terms of Endearment. The Verdict was good. The Right Stuff. Right Stuff was good. Amadeus. Terrible. Out of Africa. Mm. The Color Purple. Witness. Was that with, uh... Harrison Ford. yeah, yeah. The Amish. That was from 85? Mm. Platoon. Eh, platoon was okay. Charlie Sheen, right? Yeah. The, um, the, um, whatchamacallit, the one with the Kubrick's was better. Oh, Full Metal Jack. Yeah, that's just insane. Hannah and Her Sisters. A Room with a View, Last that's Emperor, stunk. Fatal Attraction. You know who's in that? Michael Douglas. <laughs> Reed is good. Moonstruck, Rain Man. You know who's in Moonstruck? Hey! Oh, I'm my Nicholas Cage hey, man. with Cher. Oh, God. Rain Man, Accidental Taurus, Dangerous Liaisons, Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> yeah, these are horrible. <laughs> Born on the Miss 4th Daisy. of July, Dead oh. Poets Society, Field of Dreams. Oh, Field of Dreams is good. Yeah, yeah but the one. single with a gun. The ones that won. I don't know. No. Was Back to the Future? That was, that was a win. good movie. Was gonna win an Academy Award. Why? It was good. Yeah, I know, but Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Come on. No. Beetlejuice. No. <laughs> Best Picture. <laughs> Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, it was a good movie. What about? Um, Didn't they have that there? Temple of Doom. Yeah, they. Yeah, last year. No, not that. Or the Last Crusade. No, but I, I, the Last Crusade. I like. That's the only one I haven't seen in the original form lately. I saw it originally when it came out. All right. No. Take this damn mouse off me.
a time when we heed a certain call, when the world must come together as one that's ignorant. There are people dying. Hello. Oh, it's time to lend a, a hand to life. Cleveland, hello. The greatest gift the greatest of all. Greatest gift of all. I can't go on. Pretending day by day we have no pudding. That someone, somewhere, will soon make some more. We're all a part of God's great family. And the truth, you know, love is all we need. And a million dollars, damn it. Where's my million dollars? We are the world, Webslinger. We are the children and spider people. We are the ones who make a brighter day. So let's start giving. There's a choice we're making, and it's not a good choice. We're saving our own lives. We're being too selfish. It's true. We'll make a better day, just you and me. We need some help here. Well, send them all your pudding pops, Leo, so they know that someone cares. And their lives won't be hungry anymore, the Jello Jiggles. And God has shown us, Leo. By turning stone to bread, and so we all uh, must lend a helping hand. Oh, my friend! Yeah, we are the world. Yeah. We are the children. Yeah, and you know the world is melting from global warming. We are the ones who make a light today. So let's start getting all kumbalina, kumbalina. There's a choice we're making. We're saving our own lives. It's true, we'll make a better day. <laughs> when you're up down and out, Andy, and there seems no hope at all, what have you just believed? There's no way we can fall! Well, well, survey says let's realize when change can only come when you eat hot dogs and stand together as one. Family too. We are the world. We are the children. We're the ones who make a brighter day. Let's start giving. We need to give people. I'm gonna give the restaurant some money. And I do split. Kill you. You want ham, Beth? You want some ham? That's what you want, children? We, we are, are the, the world, world. We are the children. We are the ones who make a brighter day. So you better start giving me that. Where's my million dollars, Fractal? There's a choice we're making. We're saving our own lives. And let me tell you how we're going to do it. You got to have a, a, a peanut butter and some some Jello and and. We are the world, Webslingers. We are the children. We are the children. We're teaching the children all the wrong things. We are the ones who make a brighter day, so never reveal your identity. Jeff, there's a choice you're making. You've got to drink the coffee. Save your life, Jeff. 
That's right, Webslinger. We'll make a better day than Justice League. You gotta buy my energy bar. Spider-Man will come and save the world. What you gonna do, brother? When we start to... You gotta take your vitamins, brother. You gotta say your prayers, brother. And then you gotta save the world. I'm gonna snap the world's neck with a slingshot. We are the 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 Cool!